Queen PR, Krista B, those wrestling girls, TWG, Black Excellence, making it effortless, podcast bringing up women and wrestling, let's go. Hey everybody, what's up? We're back. It's those wrestling girls. It's your girl, Krista B. And Queen PR. And we know, we know, we know. We are sorry in advance. We know that you guys have been anticipating this Charlotte Flair, the last part of the Charlotte Flair series. But life was life then. Like, we are busy. Too busy women. It yeah. happens. It happens. You know, if this was old us, we'd have been like panicking and freaking and freaking out. Now we just like, listen, life happens. We still give y'all good content to, to enjoy. While you know what we're doing in life. And that's it. Um, how am I? I am excited that Mania season is here. Mania is like five weeks away. Mania is five weeks away. Um, I'm excited that I have some projects that are getting lifted up off the ground at work. I love that. Um, thank you. Um I'm good. I'm I'm really happy. I'm good. I'm excited for the new things that's gonna come about. And I really can't complain. How are you? I I'm good. I, I can't complain. I got a lot of rest this weekend so far. It's been a busy week, but it's also been one of those like rewarding weeks as well. You know, you get those like moments where you're like, ah, oh, like what is next? Like what else is out there? Kind yeah. of and um that just makes me want to just kind of channel all of that into everything that we're doing so i finally got the creative mojo to redo my wall i've been wanting to i was looking at your wall and i'm just like nah i gotta update my wall i gotta update my little wrestling side i've had so so i've had so many things that i've acquired either like gifts or going to like conventions and stuff that i just like never did anything with all these funko pops that like i'm like i don't do anything with so i was like i'm gonna just one day take everything down and just put everything up and i'm gonna do i think a um maybe a tiktok series on everything that's on the wall because you can't really see everything but everything is really really cool so and are your Funko pops on shell like do you have floating shelves on your yes, so they're, <laughs> they're clear shelves and you hang them up with uh like double-sided tape okay. so you can like hang them up yes i got all my funkos and i have my i don't know if you can see like my desk too. Listen, so, I'm gonna be here trying to steal ideas because uh, <laughs> I got these two fun. plaques. I got these two plaques that I still have to hang up. I got the Ooh. three pictures of Bianca, Sasha, Naomi that I still need to hang up. I have that photo that of the rock that Brian gave me, oh and then I kind of want to rearrange like this little piece of everything. And I still want to. I need to put this in a frame. So I'm just over here trying to figure out like what to do and then I have like my little queen self on this side of the wall but I feel like oh, I'm gonna I take her down and you know make this whole side my my like my little wrestling nook and I'm over here looking like oh she got that up 
Because I got Funko Pops too. Like they sit in the room. They can be in the room. Like, okay, what do we like? What do I do with these? Like I love collecting them and I want to like share them with all the other wrestling fans. So I was able to do that and we put up our website. Yeah, wrestlinggirls.com because you know social media these days is so weird. Twitter has their their rules and Instagram and all that shit with Linktree. And I was like, we need everything in one spot because we have so much going on, so many things we want to do. So it's really good to just be able to tell people to go to thoserestlinggirls.com. So check out thoserestlinggirls.com. That's just like let us know what you think. (laughs) That is just like. A breath of fresh air, like right? wrestlinggirls.com. Like, what? Yes, we have a website. Follow us. Yeah. It's all there. It's all there. It's there. It's there. It's there. Oh, oh come on now. Yeah, hold on, hold on. I'm with the girl. No, it, it, it's fine. They, they know what it is. It's okay. Visit the website, visit thewrestlinggirls.com. Everything will be there in one spot. So, yeah, having accomplished all of that and then just looking, like you said, looking forward to Mania, it was up in the air. I finally booked my flight. We in there. I didn't book mine yet. Oh, well, I mean, we're, 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 we'll, we'll be there. We're, de- we're definitely, we'll definitely going to be there. there. Like, I'm not... Mm-mm. Me, 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 and God be having these conversations. So yeah, and everyone, I think every fan goes through that every year, kind of where it's like, am I going? Am I not going? Because the intention is you want to go to every show, you want to travel to every show, especially Mania, and you know, life be life, and so it's always like that uncertainty of like, can I really? Can I? Can I do this between work, between all this shit? So hopefully. Everyone that wants to be at Mania is at Mania, is in LA. And if not, we hope that you're in a comfortable, fun spot being able to watch it. If you're in New yeah. York, you should be at Legends Bar Absolutely. with Tears. And if you're elsewhere, live stream, you know, make it make it a thing. Cause make that's it a thing. thing. But I'm definitely gonna be in um at uh L- I gotta be in LA. Like I was told I gotta be in California, like people can see me. I could totally I give California vibes, and I'm just like, I wanna give California vibes, like so. No, I'm definitely going to be there. I'm definitely going to book my flight really, really soon. Use up this credit that I have for my flight. Thanks to me not going to Rumble. I have a crap like that. So, Everything happens for a reason. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm definitely going to catch us out there. I was watching Black Wrestling. They're going to be out there. Lit. So, yeah. And I can, you know, y'all, y'all probably can see me and Matt antagonizing each other. So who wouldn't want to see that? Right. It's going to be a good time. If you're going to be around, especially at Wally Mania, like, let's make sure we get a pick. There's so many people I can't wait to meet that we haven't been able to meet that are going to be there. So that's, that's, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to connect with people. And I think a year, so much could happen in a year, like last year, anticipating Dallas, and now we're anticipating LA. And so I'm many anticipating that flight. Yeah, I feel like Texas was a long flight. Ciao. LA is gonna be longer. See, but I, you know me, I I sleep. I, I, so I'm like, you know, I'm just gonna get on the plane, knock out. Hopefully, God willing, wake up. Sleep on a plane, like I'll try to, but I really can't get comfortable, like to sleep on a plane or whatever. Like maybe if I take some melatonin or something, (laughs) and I'll go to sleep and wake up and you know be like, oh, we landed. Okay, cool. But I really, I be trying. Like I really. 
be trying to sleep and I can't. Uh, it's so interesting how people like everyone flies differently. Like there's some people that's just like they can't like settle down and then there's people like me that's just all right wake me up when we get there like my sister is on high alert the entire flight i mean i don't be on high alert for some like usually and my friends know like i'm the one that's gonna sleep it's me like i'm sleeping before (laughs) i'm taking a nap i'm doing but for some reason i unless i like stay up the night before like up like just up and then i crash when i get on the mm-hmm. plane like just fall asleep and be like oh okay but other than that girl you will i'll cute little cat nap yeah oh my god why i'm still on this plane like i was in texas i was so like why is this the longest flight of my life <laughs> thank god i got direct flights but i will everyone who is traveling to la because you know it's going to be people from all around the world there you should listen to those wrestling girls podcasts on the flight because you can binge. We have what eighty Absolutely. episodes now. We cover like uh, so many different things Traffic. and wrestlers and spotlights on women's wrestling and event recaps. And you can replay our live streams, our Thursday Thursday live streams, our fan club live streams, and all that. And I just also want to shout out. Um, basically our team that we've been working with um uh christina brian uh siendal justin and you know because it was really just us for a very long time and being able to open it up to people uh has been i think very valuable to the brand and everyone kind of brings something to the table which is is very appreciated uh, and then everyone that's been rocking with us every week on Twitch, because Twitch is a very much a new thing for us uh, relatively in the last, you know, five years. We've been a brand. We've been we haven't been doing Twitch consistently for a year and we already have a loyal um, following. And yeah, a loyal following that joins us every week for fan club and sound off. So I want to shout you guys out and there's more to come. Absolutely. Absolutely. So. Um, let's take this quick break before we get into this Charlotte episode. Y'all, y'all, please do not kill us. We are sorry. We love you. And just enjoy this break. So the interesting part, too, about the Charlotte and Sasha thing um, was that it was very much a flip-flop not really like how it is now. I feel like women, like they hold it for like a long amount of time, but Charlotte came over to raw. She was drafted to raw and that's when they renamed it the raw women's championship. And on the first night that she was a raw, you know, officially a raw superstar in 2016, uh, Sasha Banks beats her for the title. So it was shocking. And that's what I love. Like when, when I was rooting for Alexa during, you know, I was like, if Bianca drops it, I'm like, the shakeup, which now sounds crazy, but it's because that's a shocking you thing. Watch your words. People were like watching it and being like, oh shit, Charlotte lost. Like Sasha makes one, and it's the person that everybody's been rooting for for so long. I love that. And I love that they had that back and forth because you never really knew who was going to win um, going into like Extreme Rules and all that and SummerSlam. And like you really never knew who was going to win. Sasha had these really short feuds that everybody didn't like. But I enjoyed the back and forth. Like it just yeah. made it so exciting. It did. It did. Um, like I said, I said in previous episodes, like they literally bought out the best in each other. So like we said, 
that was a part of our Charlotte episode part two. So please make sure you check that out. But as you was talking, mentioning earlier in that um, episode, we did see the first ever women's main event. And being there, and I know we touched on this in the previous episode, so I'm not going to like go back into it, but it's still an excited and rewarding feeling. Like that's just, for it to be my first mania and for it to have that moment, um, it was so much star powers. These women literally went tooth and nail. We literally carried on until the next day. <laughs> you really did. I was tired. I was over it. I was that was the first of the two day mania. Yes. That I wasted six dollars on some Dunkin' Donuts hot chocolate. It was cold, but it was so worth it. It was so so worth it. So we all know that Becky, when she become Becky Two Belts, um, Rhonda is upset because it was a controversial ending, which mm-hmm. hmm, I, could, I could see that. I could see that. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Go cry to your mammy, not us. And then Charlotte loses. And in Charlotte's law, she kind of took a break. We didn't see her for a while. It definitely becomes like the Becky show. Yeah, like Becky kind of took like, a break. Yeah, Rhonda leaves. Charlotte goes on a hiatus. But it's not long until she's back. And she wins the title again. Mm-hmm. So she ends up winning it from Becky after Lacey Evans interferes in the match. So Lacey Evans was feuding with Becky after WrestleMania. I'm sure everybody remembers. That. You know what's crazy? Not to, I actually like that feud. Mm, Becky like and Lacey? Becky and Lacey, because you Ooh. also tied in Corbin and Seth, and you had oh, that. Oh. I, I really like that feud. I like that feud. And then you had Becky to have a chance to go on sm- on Raw because you said Charlotte took the SmackDown Women's Champion off of her, championship off of her, and for Charlotte to come back and dominate SmackDown. Yep. So I, I loved all of that. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, looking back, you know, you're absolutely right. So Charlotte does become SmackDown Women's Champion again, but not for long because during the long. Money in the Bank pay-per-view, Bayley cashes in on her mm-hmm. so this is one of those um really celebrated moments in bailey's career and wrestling in general I, I think because she was such a super baby face for so long and it always kind of felt like she hadn't really had like her moment yet on the main roster like she was world champion and she feuded with like alexa bliss and stuff but i think that money in the bank win was needed and then for her to cash in on charlotte yeah, of course. Was even better. So that was the second time somebody cashed in on Charlotte and won. <laughs> and won. You had it was Carmella. <laughs> and now you got, now you got Bailey. Um, Bailey. What if so, that's like the streak for Charlotte? Right? She has so many. It's like, okay, you already know you're gonna cash in on you're gonna cash in on Charlotte. You know you're losing, right? Oh, all right. right. It's like Charlotte, once somebody win and you champion and they win money in a bank briefcase, watch your back. Basically. You're losing you right now. <laughs> you might you're just losing. lose that shit. That's it. Uh so this goes into Charlotte's n- numerous reigns, but also like short ones mm-hmm. and ones that are sort of just to get to another point which is a very controversial like i can go on and on and on about like what i hate about it and what i hate about her title reigns which we'll probably go into later in the episode but the fact that it took the belt off of becky and then was able to give bailey this moment i was kind of okay with that i was okay with it i mean i still wasn't feeling becky at that i mean not becky you're right bailey 
at that time or whatever. But um, I started to feel the way for Charlotte too, because it's just like you have this person you 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 name the queen wrestling royalty, genetically superior, mm-hmm. and you give her these short runs, which reminds us of what y'all was doing with Sasha. Mm-hmm. Like, not saying that Sasha deserved it too, but we already saw it for one horsewoman. We don't have to see it for another. Like, and they're they both deserving of long runs, but they're the two, they're two of the best out of the four. Why do that to two of the best out of the four? Right. That that was the question. That that was the, the eyebrow raising question for me. Like, hmm. yeah. And then it just adds on to these, you know, record breaking reigns, but it just seems like there's no substance behind it. Yeah. Because you know, it's like, okay, we just, it was, it was basically to get to a means, means to an end, but then it also adds to like the history of these titles and it just seems like it could just be more done with it. But now she's no longer champion. Now Bailey's champion and Bailey can go on and do what she ends up doing. I can't wait to cover her, but SummerSlam season comes along and she starts to feud with a legend and that legend is Trish Stratus. Mm-hmm. Which so, I vaguely remember. I, yo, Krista, I was literally going to say I barely remember that shit. I don't know why, because on paper, this sounds like the best. Like, why wasn't like, wasn't I into it more? I don't, like, I can't put my finger on why I wasn't into her. So it wasn't, I, I did appreciate the title wasn't involved. I do appreciate that. I do appreciate appreciate that Trish Stratus was with Charlotte. Why do you think this match didn't hit the way that um like you would think it would? I feel like because people this this is a dream match, right? Charlotte the queen versus Trish Stratus the legend. And um for everybody was, oh my God, Charlotte and Trish going toe to toe. It was overly hyped. And because it was oh, the pressure of it being overly hyped, they caved. They mm-hmm. caved under the pressure. They didn't write this storyline out right. They didn't mm-hmm. make it as memorable for many of us. It's probably memorable for some, but for many, it's just like that actually happened. Like, this looks like you say that they had um, a feud or whatever the case may be like that. And it automatically reminded me of the standoff that. Um, Trish had with Sasha Banks and Roy mm-hmm. Rumble, you know, like it doesn't really stand out. Like that standoff alone could have led to something. So right. for Charlotte and Trish to have that and it fall flat, yeah, it's just like they they yeah. should have done better with the the booking. They should have done better with the writing, the creative writing behind it because that's that's a dream match. People would want to see Charlotte and Trish go to the show. It really was a dream match and it really did fall flat. And I'm wondering, like hearing you talk about it, like I'm wondering, is it because that's not the match, the Trish match that I think the fans wanted. I think fans wanted Trish and Sasha. Absolutely. I think they wanted that original Trish and Alexa Bliss from Evolution. There's something about, and I get it. So they, I, they tried. And this mm-hmm. is the thing with WWE is like, we're so fickle because they tried. SummerSlam was in Canada. Boom, you got that part. It was simply a fact of Charlotte coming back and being like, I'm the best women's wrestler 
in WWE history. And then Trish Stratus popping up, basically being like, bitch, no, you're not. I'm the greatest. And you can arguably say either one of them is the greatest. So the fact that that was the underlying story to me was great, but it was, it just didn't click for me. The match wasn't particularly memorable either. Like Charlotte Flair ended up winning and this was Trish's kind of second retirement match. Um, and then they had the submission thing, like whose submission move, you know, finisher was better. Um, but I think it really came came down to this is not the Trish match people wanted. Yeah. And, you know, I know I bring up Sasha Banks a lot, but I do think this is one of those moments where WWE fumbled because, again, this wasn't it. This was not what we wanted. And Charlotte was in the company at the time, but... I mean, at least you can say she retired a legend and it kind of adds to Charlotte's, you know, kind of... Her resume. Yeah, like her resume, which is really... <laughs> everything is just like, okay, yeah, we need to put that on there. WrestleMania main event, she might not fit, but you know what? We want to put that on her resume. Let's throw her in there. And I don't know if that does her justice or not. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think it does so either, but like you said, it's just like a a check off the checklist. Like, all right. Yeah, I beat a legend. We can move on now. And speaking of moving on, so from SummerSlam, she goes to Clash of Champions. She feuds again with Bailey. Yep. And uh, I believe she loses to Bailey, if I'm not mistaken. Or does she win against Bailey? Bailey starts to exhibit. No, she uh, she loses to Bailey, and because Bailey basically cheated, she starts exhibiting some of her, these heel tendencies that we start to see. Is no more like happy-go-lucky. It's not the same person that cashed in on, on Charlotte. Let's put it that way. And she loses to Bailey. How she did to Bailey because of an exposed turnbuckle? Yes. Yes. Did you... So out of the four horsewomen, I'm so curious. How do you feel about... So we, we know Sasha and Charlotte meant to be. Charlotte and Becky, clearly, that feud, it just writes itself. How do you feel about Charlotte and Bailey feuding? Like... Does that does that particular matchup within the four four horsewomen work for you or Bailey or, then? Or you kind of no. okay. Bailey now and Charlotte Chow. <laughs> Book it. Look, me and my Doritos like. <laughs> I see you over there. Mm-hmm. Yelling at the TV. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Damn, I forgot I was recording. We did um eating Doritos. Oh wow, I'm hungry. I know I eat. Anyway, um, I do like the fact that Charlotte was able to help Bailey come into her evil tendencies because Charlotte was a heel too. Like, so for Bailey, Bailey was a tweener, but her her the devil on her shoulder was coming out more than that mm-hmm. angel. Like she was already ready to try to fling it away, yep. and it wasn't. But that devil one, yeah. So. I do appreciate it. I do appreciate the little feud that they had. Um, yeah. And then after Clash of Champions, once Becky... No, Becky. All right, girl. Stop talking about me. I'll, I'll see you at Mania. <laughs> Does Bailey... Um, one, they go on to uh, Hell in a Cell. Yeah. And was it in a Hell in a Cell cage? No. So oh. it was... Um, no, so it was a, a regular championship match at Hell in a Cell. And Charlotte beats Bailey and becomes SmackDown Women's Champion again. And then this is the catalyst to Bailey turning because 
that shot of like Bailey crying at the bottom of the ring is like so vivid to me for some reason. And um, so she becomes SmackDown champion for the fifth time. Now she's a 10 time champion. So this is 2019. She's a 10 time champion. She has been on the main for like three, four years. Roster and she's already a, a 10 time champion. But then it's again, one of those short reigns because she ends up losing the title five days later to Bailey again. So we add on to her resume and we have another short reign, but again, it leads us to something else. So now she's kind of done with SmackDown. Uh, Charlotte's drafted to Raw. And this begins the season of your favorite pay-per-view, Survivor Series, and or PLE, whatever. But also one of the Big door Survivor Series ever to me. And that's when NXT got into the mix. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Chef's kiss. Chef's everything about it. <laughs> kiss. Because you definitely had three teams. Three teams for like the first time ever in Survivor Series. So you had Team SmackDown, Team Raw, Team NXT. And I believe Charlotte was the captain of Team Raw. It will only be right for her to be the captain of Team she Raw. Was. Because like uh, who else? Because Becky was the champion at this time, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, so she was in that match with Bailey and Shayna. Yeah, so she but, wasn't even on Team Raw. No, she wasn't. Um, and I figured they was just like, yeah, you already got punched in the face once since. We're just going to sit you out. We're not going to even do this to you right now. You could wrestle for it. You could wrestle for <laughs> your face. You're not going we, you, we're not going to do that. Um, so yeah, it was champion versus champion versus champion. We all know how I love Survivor Series. It's team versus team versus team. Um, it brings out that fire, brings out that competitive edge that people love. Really Yo, know, I love it. I absolutely love it. So then, um, however, I although sorry, however, although I'm just. Although I had loved to see NXT there, I'm always like a raw. Okay, that's gonna come out so wrong. Hold on, say you're wrong. Say the way I'm gonna say. Yes, <laughs> that just sounds so weird. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to say it. Fuck it. Because it is what it is. It is sounds so weird but like i'm always team oh my god that sounds weird too anyway um but nxt took it nxt took it and just the raw team that's i'm like just looking back at the team it's it didn't it didn't mesh well for me like Mm. sarah logan what are you doing what are you doing Natty should be wearing something on SmackDown. I'm not going to lie. Sarah Logan, her her outfit was cute. They had Natty. Kyrie Sane was hilarious in that match. Yeah, she was. She was. So funny with her her, her hat. And then you had Asuka. And this is after NXT had um, invaded Mm -hmm. on SmackDown. And they were definitely making a name for themselves. This was a really exciting... As much as the teams were kind of like meh and NXT ended up winning... Um, it was a very exciting time. It was. And this was the time when we first, well, I got first really introduced to Bianca Belair because, you know, she had fucking bench press Dana Brooke and threw her over Ooh. the damn Ooh. thing while Carmella just sitting there like, 
like, why every time somebody gets invaded, Carmela's just sitting there acting like she hurt? I was crying. Oh, okay. I was crying. But yeah, so um, yeah, NXT ended up winning. And I feel like this right here for sure, although it was an excellent time in wrestling, mm-hmm. I feel like for Charlotte, she was kind of getting lost in the in the shuffle you know like we were so used to seeing her on top seeing her you know although whether it was warranted or not be put in matches and you know she's um showcasing her her agility and her athleticism and being the queen that she is and i just sounded like you when i said that child (laughs) um we've been doing this flare series (laughs) um but then it just felt like she was kind of getting lost in the shuffle in a sense like things looking in hindsight it just didn't make sense for her to do is it because everything was focused so much on becky at the time uh because everything she does from this point on because she they end up losing survivor series mainly because oscar turned on her with the green mist i have to put this up there because mind you they're teammates (laughs) and they're the last two and oscar basically but why does she turn on her? Does Char- oh, because Charlotte was she trying to do something Yeah, also, this was Oscar's heel turn. They have history from Mania mm-hmm. uh, 34, so it was one of those things. But then it does kick off, like, one of my favorite feuds, personally, which was the Kabuki Warriors versus Charlotte and Becky. But everything was sort of always off the heel of like Beck, this part of Charlotte's career, she's kind of like just there. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's yeah. what it, it would be? That's what I feel like. I feel like because Becky was being was getting so high in rankings and you know doing whatever she's doing, they just had to find a place for Charlotte. They didn't want to lose her. She's a great asset, right? To the brand and whatever she's doing, but we still have to find something for her. So yeah, we could put her with Becky. Um, let her let them feud with the Kabuki Warriors, um, and then I believe, yeah, the same. I believe it was the same year they started feuding with Sasha and Bailey. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, the next that time period is when they are t- uh, a baby, basically a baby face tag. Um, yeah, Damon Charlotte and Becky, and Sasha, mm-hmm. at Madison Square Garden. Yo. Sasha and Bailey versus Charlotte and Becky. Like, oh my god! Like, can you book a better tag team match to see live at Madison Square Garden? Yo, when I tell you, <sighs> um, that moment, that moment, and we would literally like right there, like, like right there, right there. That happened. That was also in 2019 because yeah. 2020 shit shut down, and we was just all home but that i just want to touch on that moment for a little bit because after the feud with the kabuki warriors for the tag team champions you know that um becky and and charlotte ended up losing they did they were never a tag team champions um you know then you know sasha and bailey i was sasha and bailey around the time of that feud they were the new tag team champions uh i want to say yes oh no 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 i think they won those during I'm not a hundred. I'm not a hundred percent sure what Sasha and Bailey were up. No, 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 no. Because I think 
the Kabuki Warriors were tag team. Cha- yeah, the Kabuki mm-hmm. Warriors were tag team champions because they had the TLC match at the end of of the year, which is one of my favorite matches. They yeah, had a TLC yeah. match. I think it was the first time there was a women's tag team TLC match for the championships, and that was amazing. Like yeah, the way to end. 2019, that was the last pay-per-view. That was the last WWE PLE match. It really delivered. Um, I don't know if everybody remembers, but Kyrie uh, Singh getting injured in that match mm-hmm. and, and Becky Lynch basically helping her carry that match Yeah, was one of the... Um, it was beautiful to watch. It was a beautiful story beautiful. to watch, a beautiful story to unfold. Absolutely. Now you... Rem- I, I'm remembering now just speaking about it. But... Um, the few with the horse, the four horsewomen. And I said it. I've always said this. Go back prior episodes, please. I said, yo, we need a four horsewomen versus four horsewomen match. Like we have one in NXT. I need one now. And for us to see that, like, and they was antagonizing. This was Becky, Bailey's biggest heel. This was her official heel turn. Mm-hmm. Gosh is beaten. Becky with the chair. Bailey runs out. Grabs the chair from Sasha, tells her to relax, tells her to relax, to in turn turns around and starts wailing on Becky with that chair. Yep. yep. That who wants to come out but Charlotte? Charlotte I comes out with her chair and they start going ham. Had to be. And they start going ham. And then that following Monday, no, that was that was wrong. Yeah, that following Monday. We were there to witness, like, oh, this girl, we go once they announced it, oh, we going, we, we go, we going, okay, I'll meet you at MSG, meet you at MSG. And, um, to see that, like, I felt like I felt like that little kid that was next to us when Jeff Hardy came out, like, yeah. it was just, it was just something so surreal to see, like, and I and I've always loved Becky and Charlotte's friendship before. They are no longer fr- like before we knew for real. They're no longer friends, which 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 breaks my heart. It's sad. It is. It's a sad thing. But um, that right there, like I would want to literally go. I need to go back and watch that. Please, like I because would, we I, were there, so we didn't hear commentary. But it is 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 definitely one to watch, and um. So I want to I want to take a, a break before we get into uh, 2020 because this was pandemic year, but also it was Charlotte did a lot in this year. Mm-hmm. Basically, yeah, could definitely um, take them break. Cool. So we're uh, I'm gonna show a montage that we did um, for fan club. So we spotlighted a black female indie wrestler every week for Black History Month. So I want to show a montage of that and. Then I want to kind of get into this magical year in wrestling, which was <laughs> 2020. <laughs> Absolutely. But for Black History Month, we have spotlighted uh, a Black wrestler every week. And I chose Big Swole this week 
for a number of reasons so she honestly feels like family to us at this point like we are so blessed to be able to see her all the time at battle club pro so she was the icon champion for a while there and she defended it all the time and one thing i like about all of her matches that i have gotten to see was that she always takes a moment whether she wins or not and she always puts over her opponent i'm so excited to actually spotlight this young lady i've been a fan of her now i'm really digging into her this year you can put that graphic right back up because you know i'm gonna give it up for my sisters from the motherland and this sister specializes in four languages not only that she specializes in strong style female style i'm talking about miss queen amita that's how you say it her career highlight right now she's the gcw women's champion she ranked number 100 on the pw on the women's pwi in 2021 this young lady she's impressed me she's gone this week to celebrate one and only miss ariella nick former victory pro wrestling women's champion capital wrestling women's champion pro wrestling magic women's champion catalyst wrestling women's champion um you know she's been somebody who's also done a lot of promos done a lot of managing work and you know if she gotta get in a, in a match you know do what you gotta do you know that's sometimes you have to do that to make sure the person that your man is winning hey hey okay that was cute right 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 that was a really cute um montage i was so happy i was able to be a part of the one where you did for swole shout out to big swole shout out to queen queen amanada shout out to every other wrestler black wrestler out there you can't name you all but you know heart we love you and there's so many, we also found out there's so many black women holding championships right now. Yes, you went over um, that in fan club. And I was like, what? Right? It's like, oh, there's so, there's so many. But then it's like, why? Uh, like, I hate that it's it, it was a thing that we had to note. You know what I mean? Like, it was like, why is this a thing to note? But it is. I want to show this graphic really quickly. That's beautiful of Christian's covered you got the indies covered uh oh, it's a beautiful 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 thing it's so beautiful and we like know or met so half of these women already mm-hmm. we've seen a lot of them wrestle we've seen a lot of them come up and so the renegade twins actually lost their their nwa tag team championships recently damn they pulled a sasha right okay all right nwa right don't do that don't do that but we just want to give um, flowers to all the black women. Let's get back. Yes, we love you. We love all of you queens. So back to Charlotte Flair, 2020. So Charlotte this Royal Rumble. Interesting. Right, it really is. So 2020 Royal Rumble was, was interesting because it, it unfortunately was the day that Kobe Bryant passed away. Um, and so it kind of had this damper on it i remember i was being at legends but it was definitely a sad you know energy so in the air sad in there it so, so sad heavy. it was hard to be like cheerful so thank thank god for wrestling once again which gave us that escape and edge came back that that um mania as well i was naomi, too. naomi as well she went fucking viral <clears throat> a return that i think we all have been waiting for um I went into that rumble, as everyone probably knows by now, hoping that Sasha entered and won. I just knew this was going to be like her year. 
Um, and I was very disappointed when she didn't come out. How did you feel about this Royal Rumble and Charlotte ended up being the winner? <laughs> so for one, <laughs> your face was not an <laughs> Yo, if y'all was there at Legends that day, despite like P said, it was really a heavy, heavy day. Like just it was so heavy. Like, it was just like, do we even, like, I was texting you. Like, hey, do, do we even want to go to Legends? Right. Like, I remember when, you know, we. I, everybody remembers where they were when they heard about Kobe Bryant. I was in church. My whole church was just like, oh, my God. Like, um, and then going into Legends, it being heavy and the WWE, you know, doing the montage of Kobe Bryant and, you know, seeing everybody like post their tweets and his family and all of that. But wrestling saved us. Wrestling did save us. Wrestling was a, a part of us, you know, coming together and loving on each other a little bit more, especially that day. So seeing Naomi come out, I didn't, I think I didn't scream the roof off of legends that night. Um, seeing edge come out. I was just like, Oh shit, this is about to be lit, lit. Um, Sasha didn't come out, unfortunately. Um, but seeing Charlotte come and, you know, win. Like I said, around looking at in hindsight, looking at her run in 2019 after losing, it was it was good to see her come back. It was good to see her come back, see her win to get that, you know, this at this point, she earned her spot to go to WrestleMania. Unlike uh 2019. Okay. Yeah, so, no. she definitely earned her spot to go and then for her to instead of going for a Raw or SmackDown Women's Champion she went to NXT yep and I was really confused and I'm just like baby girl you're already a Grand Slam champion why yeah. didn't you go back to NXT wait no she's not a Grand Slam champion she she's a she's a Grand Slam champion not at this point but she does become a Grand Slam champion. She does become a Grand like Slam a triple crown champion, I believe, as well. Because she's never won tag team titles. Because at yeah. this point, we, we didn't have tag. Yes, we did have we tag did, team. But she hadn't won them yet. She hadn't won them yet. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So I was really confused as to why she decided to go to Chelsea NXT Rhea. and challenge Rhea because those, those celebrities who, to those superstars who went back to NXT, you know, you can tell they went back for developmental um, career, de character development, you know, career development, and, you know, want to establish themselves before they came back up. So I was, like, really confuzzled. And, yes, I said confuzzled. Hey. And I'm like, sis, you're already established. Like, do you miss it? Like, are you not happy? Like, do you want to be under Triple H and Shawn Michaels more? Like, make it make sense. So I... So when I was researching for this this episode, because I felt the same way as you, I was like, okay, this is very, very, okay, interesting. Because after she won, she was teasing this announcement. And I think it was also one of those things where no one wanted to see, like, who was wrong in SmackDown Women's Champion. I don't think they wanted to explore either of those options. And I think if pandemic didn't happen, they wanted this to be Rhea Ripley's moment. Because I, mm -hmm. I truly believe that if the pandemic didn't happen and WrestleMania 36 went as planned, I think that Rhea would have beat Charlotte 
to retain the NXT Women's Champion, and I think they wanted to elevate um, NXT in the process. Um, but obviously, that didn't end up happening. So I was kind of okay with her challenging for the NXT because I was like, okay, this is actually different. I was like, this is not what anyone ever expected. And believe it or not, just going back to her winning Royal Rumble, like I hated that she won Royal Rumble because one, it was going to come back. (laughs) And then two, I always looked at Rumble and this is before the women had one, like growing up, I always looked at Rumble as the opportunity for someone to get a championship opportunity that never usually gets one where it's like you, it's like they finally, they're They finally get it. And it just seems like Charlotte at this point is what a 10, 11 time champion. It's like, did you really need a championship opportunity? I think someone else could have had it, but then you go into, okay, well, this will make Ray Ripley. This will, this will expand NXT. Cause clearly after survivor series, that's the plan is to elevate NXT none of that ends up happening. So now you kind of look back on it like, why did Charlotte do this? <laughs> so it can really go, you know, so many different ways. Uh, how did you feel about Charlotte beating Rhea at Mania? Because I was just like, wah, wah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, but why? Yeah. Are you, in the words of Bianca, you don't even go here. So right. like, make it make sense. But now... And this, and this, at the time of this recording, it makes all the sense in the world. Ray gonna get her lick back, but then, mm-hmm. like, I don't, I, it, like, what were you trying to prove? Right. Like, why? What? I mean, like I said, I, now it makes all the sense. Ray gonna, Ray finna get her lick back, you know, whatever. But then it was just like, and then like she won NXT um, championship. We were still, people were still in the building every now and again. So I felt like, okay, so Charlotte's now going to be subjected to stay in Florida. Yeah, that was the other thing where it was like, yeah, where people were like, okay, does this even make sense? Okay, Charlotte Flair is now NXT Women's Champion. Like, is she really going to just be in NXT? Like, make it make, like, is she going to go to the main roster with it? What's up? Yeah, it, it just didn't make any sense to me at all. Um, I I I'm st- I'm still I'm still trying to figure it out. I'm trying to yeah. make two plus two equal four on that one, but it's not. And it's it's not also, in retro, it's like we're also looking at it now where Rhea Ripley is now kind of a hot thing. She's now the Royal Rumble winner, and now she has challenged Charlotte Flair. She's a heel. Charlotte's a baby face. So it's so different now. So even looking back at this. It's very much like, why would, like, it just doesn't, it doesn't seem like it really, really happened, which is kind of a lot of the pandemic era of life was like, wait, that that really did happen. Right. (laughs) You know, like, Charlotte was NXT champion. She did, um, she did, like, you know, she defended it. She was champion for, like, 60-something days, which is, like, two months, um, and she did have, she showed up at a takeover in Portland to challenge Rhea. So there was that visibility for NXT, like I mentioned before. And she lost the title at a takeover, an in-your-house takeover match. So again, putting eyeballs on that NXT product because I watched that match because I, Charlotte Flair was involved. And I was like, I need to know how this is going to end. 
And it was a triple threat match between Io Shirai, Rhea Ripley, and of course Charlotte. And she loses it to Io Shirai, who became one, I think, one of the best NXT Women's Champions. Um, how did you feel Absolutely. about that? Should it have been Rhea to take it back? Or were you cool with Io and the Io era kind of continuing? Well, I guess I really didn't watch NXT like that. Like, although, like, I was watching it more than I did when they were the four horsewomen down there. Mm-hmm. Um so I know who EO was because of her coming up to the Royal Rumbles and things like that. So at this point, whatever to do to get Charlotte off NXT, y'all be great. <laughs> y'all do it. That's, that's just what y'all do it. Like, that's just what it is. So it could have went to Santa Claus. As long as Charlotte was off NXT, you know, to make it make sense for her to come back to Raw or SmackDown, it, it didn't matter to me at that point but now looking back at it now we actually have a good storyline to where mm-hmm. Rhea just said on Smackdown um I'm gonna teach you a lesson like like you put me in my place but I'm gonna put you in yours I'm gonna basically get my lick back and three years mm-hmm. and, three years. and it's deserved Rhea it's needs deserved. Absolutely. Back. period period uh, so Charlotte actually goes on hiatus after this. Nia Jax attacks her, so she goes on break. And Nia she just, Jax was the bully, and I did not like that. It made her a bully. Yeah, she became kind of a, a jerk. We should definitely do a Nia Jax episode. We didn't do one yet. No, and I'm like, we need to definitely do that because that will be good. Mm-hmm. Done a lot, but um, yeah. So Charlotte Flair takes a break. She comes back for the DLC pay per view, and. She partners up with Asuka, a familiar um, opponent, but now they are a tag team and they win the tag team championships against Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler, who were a tag team. (sighs) I had issues with this personally. I know. Me too. Because I just want, it's, it's just, it's so many different things. Like I hate what they do with the tag team division and these tag team titles. I fucking hate that shit. I think it's just so, it's just like lazy shit. You know, why is Charlotte Flair on her return now? She's all all of a sudden tag team championships with Asuka. They were not even, you know, they were enemies. It's not even like at any point in time, they were like quote unquote friends and they try to force this whole like mutual respect thing between Asuka and Charlotte and Asuka's honor to be, you know, tag team championship with Charlotte. And I'm like, okay, well, am I, for, are y'all forgetting how Oscar's sprayed green mist in Charlotte's face when they were, they were on the same team, how Charlotte, you know, broke Oscar's undefeated streak at WrestleMania after Oscar won the Royal Rumble. Like that's the shit I want to remember. I don't want to see them as a ta- as tag team champions. Like I just, in other words, P wanted them to have that smoke. Basically, instead basically. of putting it out, and it was just so like, oh my god, like I don't know, it, it didn't fit to me. Like, and I know it's the, it was like the, uh, what was that called? The the Thunderdome era. Then a lot of things happened that probably wouldn't was it planned and all that shit. But I just wasn't here for it. I mean, I guess because I mean I wasn't here for either. It just nothing in that ever made sense. Nothing. <laughs> Starting back to us having to be home. How about right. that? Right. Couldn't go outside. The fuck is that? Like wiping off our groceries. Nothing made sense. It so for you to not make sense on wrestling, 
I mean, yeah, I've not made sense before, but this right here, mixing up, like, I didn't like Shayna and Naya together. Mm. It just didn't make sense to me. Putting Charlotte and Oscar together did not make sense to me. I mean, I get the mutual respect because they are both legends in their own right. Absolutely. So this I understand. And for, for you to do something like this to keep the brand and stuff afloat when you only have but so many people to work with and to pick from, because at this time, again, a lot of these wrestlers were scared, mm-hmm. not knowing what's going on, probably not comfortable in um, performing in, in front of no crowd. Remember, at this point, I, I think before they had the, the audience on the screen, it was dead silence. Okay. Like, I still cringe. Empty, empty. I, I still cringe at 316 days. Ah, silence. Silence. Ah, I can't even I cannot silence. Even it. I can't rewatch it. Shout out to Stone Cold for trying to make a joke out of it. I can't. It's just, it's Dead. so uncomfortable. And shout out, like, oh. Dead silent. It's just like, <laughs> what? And even Vince and 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 Triple H and, and Shawn Michaels celebrating something. And, you know, it's dead silent. Like, if y'all, yo, let us know on social <laughs> if y'all remember that era before the Thunderdome, in between. And then they were at the performance center, and there was yes, no people there. It was so crazy to watch. Like, do you even want to watch wrestling? Like, do we want to watch this? Right. And that, yeah, you actually like had to like question that um, during that that time. But starting in 2021, she's in this feud with Lacey Evans again and Ric Flair. Do you remember this? I hate that. <laughs> like this was a time like I there's so many things and why I love doing this show with you is like there's so many things because wrestling so much can happen and change so quickly I forgot about this I remember it because I remember texting you and like this reminds me of uh the uh the storyline between um Tori Wilson her dad and the other girl I forgot her name at the moment or whatever, Lacey Evans is trying to push up on Ric Flair, and Charlotte's like, yeah, no, you're not going to touch my daddy hoe, and all of that, like, it's just, it was, again, I get that we were starting to come out of the panorama, Nick, but it was just not, it it wasn't for me, like, exactly, I'm like Charlotte, laughing, because you look stupid. It was ridiculous, it was so ridiculous, uh, it really was, and there's one point where Lacey Evans comes out wearing Ric Flair's Ric robe. Flair's robe, yeah. She, calls, she says that Charlotte Flair is gonna start calling her her stepmommy. Like it really was one of those ridiculous wrestling, like wrestling storylines that we all know of and we laugh at and we shake our head at it and we're just like, why? And also, Ric Flair, go home. Like it's it's COVID. Go home. Well, what? Did, like, what are you doing here? What are you doing? <laughs> Not as cold as facts. Ric Flair. You know what? Shout out to Ric Flair. By the time this episode is out, his birthday had just passed. He's a Pisces, Team Pisces. Yeah. And I actually met him at the airport nice. when I was coming back from Mania. So shout out to the fellow Pisces, Ric Flair, Nature Boy. Woo! Anyway. Woo! We didn't even woo not once during this Charlotte series. That's very shocking. <laughs> oh, no, the first, the first, the first episode. Remember, I was oh, like, how can, 
<laughs> how can you have Charlotte without no woo? Like I said, that's no, no, it. Yeah, ridiculous. But so, yeah, like, and, and then the storyline goes further because after they become enemies, they try to make them a tag team. It's a blonde, it, it, just, it was so silly. It was just so silly. It did birth that popular gif of them sipping tea, Charlotte and Lacey sipping tea, which uh, I'll post it somewhere. But yeah, it didn't hit. Um, Lacey and Rick interfered, and that's how Oscar and, and Charlotte lost the tag team titles. Um, then we go to WrestleMania 2021, which was another, um, I believe this was the first one. Back in front of a crowd home. again mm-hmm. yeah and i didn't realize that she was so the plan was she wasn't involved in this wrestlemania um she was going to challenge oscar for the world women's championship but she ended up catching covid so she wasn't involved in wrestlemania 2021 yeah, she did catch covid I and remember. which was shocking because it's like wait charlotte not a part of wrestlemania. and i remember you saying that too and i'm just like eh, who needs her <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. No, also, we had the one of I think a better main event that one than this one. The um, absolutely as much as I love my girl Becky over here, right there, right there over my shoulder. Bianca, hey baby, and Sasha, hey baby. Absolutely. Y'all did that. Y'all did that. The first two night, well, the second two night mania, but then the first one in front of a crowd mm-hmm. in Florida. And we got together at Legends and we watched it. And it was definitely it as a family. Like, uh, we did. It definitely felt like a a homecoming kind of thing, like a reunion. It was like, oh my God, we back. Like and you know what's crazy? No. When we all came to Legends for that mania, after like people, we started, we wasn't even afraid to hug each other or embrace each other no. or anything. We were not afraid to do so at all. And for us to get come together as a family mm-hmm. and watch our black sisters on that TV, child, I'll do it all over. I'll, I'll go to Legends and watch that match all over again. I will not do this whole panoramic all over again because no, <laughs> no. Unless I get a stimmy, no. Yeah, but uh, this was this is a that was a a really good moment. Charlotte was not a part of it, but she does come back after Mania. Mm -hmm. She sure does. She is immediately inserted into the Raw Women's Championship title picture uh, with Oscar and Rhea, and they have these matches across many different uh, PLEs, WrestleMania Backlash, Hell in a Cell. But she doesn't regain the championship until Money in the Bank. Mm-hmm. And she is champion. And then guess what happens the next night on Raw? <laughs> Just guess. This was that <laughs> moment where she loses to Nikki Ash for the third time. Yo, how you get cashed in on for a third time? Like, come on, Queen. Cashing <laughs> on for the third time, but she ends it up. Ends it up, Lord Chow. Ended up winning it at SummerSlam. And then this is where things start to get a little murky for Becky and Mm. and Charlotte. Because Mm. once the draft happened again, um, they they were respective champions on their respective brands. But being that they were drafted to opposite brands, they had to give each other their belts. So So I hated... I hated this. Yo, I hated it too that they 
had to exchange and I'm just like and me as a fan we all know like at this point Charlotte is a heel Becky's a face so her dropping the belt I'm just like oh okay well she's still being a bitch really tense like yeah but then come to find out that her dropping the belt like Charlotte went on to explain that it was a real complete accident like it was such an accident she explained it on Stone Cold Steve Austin's podcast she explained that and I do believe like although like you can have a feud or beef with somebody like you can still keep it professional and she kept it professional because as a heel she said I'm not gonna bend down and pick up the belt and give it to her as a heel I'm a heel I'm a stand in that and that's what she did and then Becky I think she threw the belt at Charlotte or whatever yeah, it got really 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 tense there was like a lot of different stories I was going on because as we knew now like we didn't know before but we knew like their friendship has dissolved they mm-hmm. are no longer friends for whatever reason I have a lot of theories about that oh um, it was, it's ego it's because oh, 100%, 100%. no I'm saying from what Charlotte was saying, no, it's I'm saying. Said, it's ego like they were at this moment they were pegged to be the top two women and because they got pit against each other so much one of them started walking around acting like they shit don't stink and the other one was just like what are you doing and yeah and it breaks my heart it, it, it breaks my heart like i kind of want to get them back together be like listen i was friends See, it's one of those things where if you're my best friend and you can't handle that, I'm also successful in this business too. Then it's like, should they yeah, be friends? friends. Because Charlotte is one of those things where you were given a lot of opportunities. Not saying that you were not deserving of them, like you earned a lot of it, like you're clearly an amazing athlete, but you are a 10-time, now 14-time champion, and Becky was never supposed to be over. Becky was never supposed to be looked at as an equal to Charlotte Flair, but talent, you know, you clearly can't deny Becky Lynch's star power, and then if you, as my best friend Charlotte, can't handle that, and now this is when now we have an issue and now ego's involved. Because then, of course, Becky's going to start feeling herself because she's clearly the man at this point. Then it's just like, you know what? People grow apart. Their careers, you know, like, we don't ever need to see them feud again. You know, it's like, I don't know, it's one of those things. But I hated that during this draft that they just swapped it. Like, I think there could have just been such a better way to do it. You know, like, if you wanted one on the other show, like, okay, yeah. And then we have this moment that blurs the lines of kayfabe now, because now we're, like, talking about all these theories. So, I mean, I guess it's okay it happened, but now Charlotte is back as um, SmackDown Women's Champion. Mm-hmm. And Becky is raw. But then this also leads to Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. I think one of their best matches is that Survivor Series match. This was my first Survivor Series attending, and it was in Brooklyn. And it was the I'm too actually. It was the 20th year, 20 years of The Rock, and they kept teasing me the entire time. Dwayne Johnson, we're gonna talk about this, okay? Because I'm not through with this. So if you're watching, you're gonna clip this for social media. We're gonna direct this to. Dwayne the Rock Johnson because but anyway I digress um but yes that match that that feud right that match that Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair champion versus champion match at Survivor Series ciao and then Becky I recall Becky or Charlotte one of them was talking about it on Stone Cold's podcast and 
there was like once it ended, like that was a real moment. Like those were real tears because they just knew, like, besides the feud ending, they were done. They were over and done with each other. Mm-hmm. Like there's no coming back from whatever else happened. And you see the detail, Becky wearing the red, Charlotte got the blue nails represent they like Chef's Kiss this match, one of the one yeah. of one of in my top ten most favorite matches because this I think the physicality was so real. The intensity was so real. Like, they were really going for each other. And you could feel that shit. Like, being there live was one of those moments. Because this was, like, I don't know, like, animosity. Like, it was the perfect storm for a champion versus champion match, especially going back to what you were saying, Chris, of like why their friendship dissolved and now for them to be pitted against each other as the top of the top of the top of the divisions, it kind of wrote itself. Like in the moment, I kind of was like, oh gosh, Charlotte and Becky again, I'm over it. I've seen it all already because they feuded for almost a year back in 2018, 2019. Mm-hmm. You know? um, but now in hindsight and having rewatched the match and then having been there, this was perfect. It was a perfect ending to whatever this is between them. And it's also always something that you can always go back to because that Charlotte and Becky food was like so good and so intense and so I think real. I'm going to watch that. Right? I think I want to watch that. Like, First of all, that whole Survivor Series in general was good. Bianca was Soul Survivor. Yep. Um, we had um, that Becky and, and um, Charlotte match. I'm pretty sure we had something with Roman Reigns in it. Because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. I think it was like a Roman Brock thing once again. Yeah. Uh, like that whole. And then it was our first Survivor Series. Like we were there yep. to witness it in person. Brooklyn. Like in Brooklyn. Like what? Where, where, where else better? Like, I know, right? I know, right? So let's um let's take a quick break and then we'll get into 2022 and this lot this most recent uh year in Charlotte Flair's career. Absolutely. This moment, especially it, it was in front of a crowd and she came in as champion. And even though you know this is Bianca's moment, and she, you know, Bianca, if Bianca didn't win, I would have been like, what the hell. It was still, I think, a moment for Sasha, for her to be self-realized, like different gear, like everything about her, the confidence, you know, of course she had to have an entrance. Um, But this moment for me is probably one of my favorite Sasha moments. And I was trying to find a photo of Sasha's face and her and Bianca getting like emotional before the bell rings. And I think for just black girls, black women, shout out to Black Rosslyn who got us the hoodie, the sweatshirts with the moment on it. Um, but it was significant in so many different, you know, ways. And then this being the second match that main evented WrestleMania. Um, Let's go the first black females to do so. Yes, exactly. That. Love that. I loved covering Sasha Banks' career, talking about that main event with uh, Bianca. Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. We should just have a. We should just have a show. Chef kiss matches. Mm. Chef kiss matches. I love I that. Come with five, you come with five, and we'll debate it out or whatever. Yeah, because there's a lot of moments where everything just comes together, and it's just like Chef's kiss. <laughs> Let me text Justin right now while we're doing this and be like, "Hey, put this in the notes." But um, so we didn't see Charlotte for a while. Um, after I, I don't want. 
want to say right after the Survivor Series match between her and Becky, but yeah, we didn't see her for a while. You know, yeah. she she left, she took a hiatus, she went, she got married. She was doing things that she's supposed to have been doing after, you know, she dropped the belt. Um, but now she's back. And I don't know how. Well, we, well, in 2022, um, Ronda Rousey comes back and eliminates Charlotte at Mani- at uh, the Royal Rumble. Oh, that's when we knew that Ronda was going to win. Okay. Yeah. See, uh, <laughs> we just knew. We just knew. Yeah. We like, oh, and she was like number thirty. Yeah, Ronda. yeah, that, uh, that that was that. But yeah, she ended up coming back. So Ronda Rousey is the Royal Rumble winner, and it goes back to what I hate it. Like, why, R- Ronda? You don't need a championship opportunity. Like, why are you? Why did you have to take this Rumble win from someone? But anyway, she challenges Charlotte Flair. So for the SmackDown Women's Champion. Um, we were at this mania. Oh, okay. I'm like, wait, we were. <laughs> and but we didn't get to see this see match between Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair, uh, which I was kind of okay with missing out of all the matches on the card. So we got lost coming from the press room back to our seats. Shout out to Ryan H. Water. But we were trying to go back to the press room to get yes, our stuff to, get to stuff come back to, to get our yeah. And we got lost because the fucking um, Aloe Dome is huge. Alamo Dome is super huge. But shout okay. out to shout out to the the old, the grandpa who helped oh, us. Helped us. I, I can't remember his name. Anything. I can't remember his name, but he was so cute. He pulled out a little map oh, to help us. A physical map. And I, I listen. I was going to get him an Uber home if he had to travel yeah. home far. He was like so was sweet. So he there. So sadly, we didn't get to see the match live, but but it was the semi. What we match. heard, we didn't miss anything. Yeah, but Charlotte did win. Charlotte and won. she killed uh, Ronda's undefeated streak. Like she actually beat Ronda Rousey clean. Yeah. Um. I. I feel like Ronda coming back this time. It doesn't do it for me. And we mm-hmm. all know how I felt about Ronda when she first came into WWE. We all know how I stood 10 toes down yeah. next to her. Yeah. Like, but now, baby, um, you, you, this whole new attitude, like, Ronda took everything that people said on social media so seriously mm-hmm. that she really is showing her true emotions and not doing the kayfabe stuff. Like you, you got to take what these people say with a grain of salt. Yeah, because a lot of them are sitting in their mama's basements, still virgins, don't know what to do with themselves. And like for you to sit here and feed into that, like I don't like her run now. I don't like the attitude she has. I don't like how she has no sportsmanship into it. If that was the case, go back to UFC, MMA. Go, go do that. Wrestling's not the place for you. Right. Um. But uh, Charlotte and Ronda, their feud. I have come to appreciate it off the simple fact that uh, Charlotte is the best. Ronda is that star. She's Ronda Rousey. And Charlotte finally got that clean win over her again. Uh, you know, and the biggest stage of them all. So kind of more solidifying Charlotte Flair as kind of like that that player. Like, she's, she's it. Period. Like, we already kind of knew it. But I think her actually beating Ronda Rousey clean, taking the championship off of her, really nailed it. Uh, but she wasn't champion for long. At WrestleMania Backlash, she has an I Quit match with Ronda, and Ronda wins, breaking 
uh, one of Charlotte's arms, which we know was kayfabe, like you mentioned before. She goes off to Mary Andrade, and she's gone for a while. She's probably gone for the longest she's ever been gone, to the point where I actually started missing her. Yeah. I, I was like, where, where's Charlotte? Like, she's living her best life. She was living her best life. She became a wife. She vacationed. She took time off for once. And people like Charlotte and like the Sashas of the world and like the Natalias that are like workhorses that are just like on. And when they're on, they're at the best. They're performing at their best. It's nice to take some time off. Like get married. You know, don't rush back. Like take your time. You know, let the let the other girls kind of get in, in the mix and take some time, Queen. Absolutely. That that's that's a word for us too. Like we're gonna take some time one day. We're gonna get married. Mm-hmm. Gonna, you know, we're gonna come back and be all glowing and stuff without significant. And Charlotte others. is glowing when she's glowing. Can we she look so good? Oh my god. If you have a recent picture of Charlotte, can we can we glorify this queen more. real quick? Because baby she's giving okay she is giving everything it needed to give and more because who but charlotte okay and i would have never thought i would have said some shit like that in my life i know which is why it's good that we have time to miss you right with charlotte it's always felt like you know she she would do her little hiatus now and again but it was one of those things where you knew she was going to be in the title picture you knew she was going to be inserted into things and you're going to question it you know she was gonna you know always win the championship for whatever reason even if she's champion for five minutes so actually having time to miss her was i think the best thing that she could have ever did because she ended up coming back and as a baby face at that. As a baby face. That's how much we we missed Charlotte Flair. Grew to love and respect her, but also just needing to take that belt off of Ronda Rousey. She's a whole baby face, and you can tell, like in certain certain segments or whatever. Mm-hmm. Come on, look at that. She looks gorgeous. New gear, new music. New gear, new she reinvented herself. She's glowing. And in certain instances. She um, it was one one time when she snatched the belt from the ref, and then she's like, "Oh, yeah, I'm sorry." Like, and then like, I'm, I'm you nice. hold my hand like <laughs> she's used to being such a baby face. She's getting so used. To, she's getting used to being a baby face or whatever. But we, I loved. Man, I'm telling y'all, I would have never thought in 84 years that I would ever say this out of my mouth that I love the fact that Charlotte Flair is back. Yo, or the fact that she's champion. Like, I've never thought that she's champion. That. And it was one of those perfect storms where we missed you and we really desperately need this belt off of Ronda Rousey. And the fact that she came back. Now, I have complained on the this within this series of times where Charlotte returned randomly and became champion, and I hated it. This is the one time where I was a completely okay with her coming back and beating Ronda that quick and becoming champion because it was time and it made us love her. And like I mentioned before, she has reinvented herself. She is still the queen, but it's a different side of it, which I have grown to really appreciate. Me too. So since Me too. she came back uh and now we're getting into like more recent time which is fun she did feud a little bit with Sonya Deville for the championship obviously Sonya was not successful so Charlotte Flair is still champion and then we had um Royal Rumble happen and Rhea Ripley won uh historically she entered at one and took it home and she could have challenged honestly it would have made sense story-wise story-wise if she challenged Bianca or who is the current Raw Women's Champion or Charlotte 
it would have made sense, but she chose Charlotte and we talked about it becoming full circle. Uh, how do you see WrestleMania 39 ending? Do you see Ray uh, Ripley winning? Do you see Charlotte retaining? How do you, how do you see this going? I see Rhea winning. And this is this is this is how I feel why. I see Rhea winning. Mommy and her little turd of a child, Dominic, <laughs> going over to SmackDown. Dominic antagonizing Ray to the point where he snaps and he whoops his ass, like Eddie would have done. R.I.P. Eddie Guerrero. And yeah, then Dominic you know. Yeah, Dom, listen, let him be in a black mama household, okay? Okay, all right. That's how I feel. I feel like Ray is going to win, take it off of Charlotte. It's going to be some type of mutual understanding or whatever, right? I got me, I got you. You know, we're going to probably do it one more time. Um, But yeah, they're going to go over to SmackDown. Judgment Day is going to be, it's going to be like a two-man ju- two, um, Judgment Day. Judgment Day is going to be on Raw with Finn and, and, Finn and Damian. Judgment Day is going to be on SmackDown with Rhea and Dominic. And then they're going to go do their thing over there. But Rhea, I feel like Rhea will walk out as SmackDown Women's Champion. It, it makes sense to add to the storyline because she already did her antagonizing over on Raw. Now she could do it over on SmackDown. And she could bring more of that star quality over on SmackDown as well because who else do we have besides Charlotte? Right. Ron, we don't care about seeing Ronda and Shayna. They barely use Natty. And when they use Natty, they make her look soft and weak, which I hate. We have like Tegan Knox. We have um whomever's left. We have Liv. We have Raquel. Like yeah. it's like, yeah, let Raya come over. Let let Raya come over. Yeah, I think SmackDown could use that. I see Ray Ripley winning. If she doesn't win for whatever fucking reason, right. I would be so disappointed because I was so disappointed when she didn't beat Charlotte at WrestleMania 36 for the NXT Women's Champion because Rhea Ripley has so much momentum and it just, to me, it completely killed it. Like, completely killed it to the point where I turned on Rhea. I was like, oh, I'm not a fan anymore. Now, she's it. She's locked in. She's over. Like, she was the only person that could have won this Royal Rumble, so she has to be Charlotte. And, you know, Charlotte got it. You got to take that LA mania. Like, I'm sorry. Like, it's it's Rhea's time. She has to win. I'm excited to be there. I'm excited to see this match. So that's where we are currently with Charlotte Flair's career. She's in her 14th championship run. And she's facing Rhea Ripley at WrestleMania 39. So we have covered the magnificent career, the illustrious career of Charlotte Flair from the start of it all the way up to now mania season of 2023 mm-hmm. feels good That's so it. like we always end these spotlight episodes what is charlotte flair's legacy like what does she leave on this business is she the best women's wrestler ever is she the best to do it in wwe how do we feel now i mean that's still debatable but she's definitely up there mm-hmm. she's definitely I mean, you can't, like, at this moment, if you was to do the women right now, Charlotte, it's literally all the four horsewomen, although Sasha is no longer in WWE, she she did what she needed to do over there. That's it. So she's still, money. She's still, you know, so you have the four horsewomen, you have Bianca, Rhea, 
Oscar, mm-hmm. and maybe Carmelo. Maybe Carmelo. Oh, and Liv, because Liv, Liv does her shit. Can't forget about Liv. Can't forget about Liv Morgan. But as for her legacy, those are some big shoes to fill. Yeah. She... Like she's they I think still she was trying to like I know they probably told her probably her like trying to fill her dad's shoes with some with some big shoes to fill. Mm-hmm. Them shoes is overflowing at this point. Yeah. So um yeah. Yep. It's funny because you can argue that she's the best because she's the most decorated. She's, you know, been in the most mania championship matches. Like all of the criteria, Charlotte checks that off. They made sure all that shit was on her resume so that you could look and be like, yes, she's the best. Hmm. But what I love is that it's still debatable. It's still like, okay, but is she a better wrestler than Sasha? Like, was she as over with the fans as Becky? Like, there's still those things that you can kind of, you know, point at in her career and also she's been in the game for so long and she's just decorated but this is the most i've been invested in her as a baby face so it's like never really been seen before right where we actually want it like we want it it doesn't feel forced we want it and i'm saying we as in like myself and maybe krista like i know that charlotte flair has her fans that are gonna like probably disagree with a lot of like what we're saying i get it too um but she has been the focus for a long time and this is the mm-hmm. first time where I feel like I actually want her to be the focus and we're 14 times into her her title reigns right but she's literally will... two two away from um her dad yeah exactly you but know I what I will... realized though I'm sorry not to cut you off but um they don't I was as watching Smackdown where Ray Mysterio had his match you know they put the stats up they don't talk about how Ray Mysterio is a 15-time champion. Mm. One away from Ric Flair. Right. That's it's, actually very... I didn't even know that. I didn't know that either until they put the stats up. He's a 15-time champion. Wow. Just, to, just is, had to throw that out there. I'm sorry. No, that's amazing. Especially because like my next thing was like... And I don't even think it's a question. Like She's 100% better than Ric Flair, I think. I think yeah, she... Absolutely. Um, uh, I think even he that he'd admit that. I think he she exceeded all the expectations of being the daughter of Ric Flair. I loved the exchange. I'm glad you mentioned Ray Mysterio because um on Raw this past week, Dominic and Charlotte were in the ring and they had a really good exchange where SmackDown says, I'm sorry, SmackDown, he basically says like you know, we have a lot in common. Like we both are generational talents and, you know, all of these things. So the fact that she is a, a woman and she is upholding this uh, legacy of a Ric Flair to me is always dope. And why, you know, there's a part of me that will always ride out for Charlotte because of all of these things, because she's a phenomenal athlete, because she earned a lot of what she has, she was given, but then she also is the best. Like she is athletic. She is good on the mic. She is the entire package. Like, I don't think I've ever seen Charlotte look off or have a bad day as far as her whole presentation. She's had her matches you know i think sometimes she doesn't sell the best for depending on who she's working with or you could tell who she likes working with i Mm -hmm. will definitely say that but as far as the whole queen presentation she's always you know 10 out of 10 in my opinion shout out to her stylist king troy who has been dressing the queen chef's chef's kiss um and just her out in the mainstream Mm -hmm. like she is definitely somebody like 
you know, when you don't watch wrestling, you can say like, you know, Ric Flair. Yeah. Oh, that's her. That's his daughter. That's his daughter. Oh, really? So she definitely bridges a lot of gaps. So I get why the focus is on her. So I just love everything that she's been able to do. And I'm really excited for the future of the queen. Same. Me too. Me too. Me too. Me too. So guys, there you have it. That's our episode part three on Charlotte Flair. Um, we want to say thank you for tuning in. You already know where you can find us. Please make sure you go to our website, thoserestlinggirls.com. We got a website, thoserestlinggirls.com. Please make sure you follow us everywhere. Make sure you subscribe to our Patreon, our Twitch, our YouTube. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook. Be a part of our discussion groups. Follow us on TikTok. P has been throwing yes, some really, really TikTok. dope TikToks up there. Um, and we we got a lot more store, store for you guys. Oh, now my voice crack. It's, it's a Dorito. Oh Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot more store for you guys. And please stay tuned because we have two other dope episodes that we're going to drop very, very soon. Yes. And please make sure that you join us for Thirsty Thursday on March 9th. Because it's my birthday. And it's going to be at a special time from 6 to 8. If y'all want to carry on and go on later than that, P, you can. But I got to be up at 8. Um, And we hope to see you there. You can follow me on Instagram at Miss underscore Krista B underscore. That's M-S underscore K-R-I-S-T-A-B underscore. And on Twitter, Miss underscore Krista B no underscore at the end. You can follow Miss Queen PR over there at Queen 3 underscores PR everywhere. And on that note, it's your girl, Krista B. And Queen PR. We're out of here. Bye. (laughs) Queen PR, Krista B. Those wrestling girls, TWG. Black excellence, making it effortless. Podcast bringing up women and wrestling. Let's go.